chapter 10, again, verses 1 to 4, 38 to 42. After this, the Lord Jesus formed 35 teams among the other disciples. Each team was two disciples, 70 in all. He commissioned them to go ahead of him into every town he was about to visit. He released them with these instructions. The harvest is huge and ripe, but there are not enough harvesters to bring all the harvest in. As you go, plead, pray with the owner of the harvest to drive out into his harvest field many more workers. Now off you go. I am sending you out even though you feel as vulnerable as lambs going into a pack of wolves. Well, let me repeat that. Now go off. I am sending you out even though you feel vulnerable. Nobody ever feels prepared to go, but we still must go. Amen. You don't need to take anything with you. Trust God alone. And don't get distracted. Tell somebody next to you, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted distracted from my purpose by anyone you meet along the way. Don't get distracted from his purpose. Verse 38. As Jesus and his disciples continued on their journey, they came to a village where a woman welcomed Jesus into her home. Her name was Martha, and she had a sister named Mary. Mary sat down attentively before the master, absorbing every revelation that he shared. But Martha became exasperated by finishing the numerous household chores, her list, in preparation for her guests. So she interrupted Jesus and said, Lord, don't you think it's unfair that my sister left me to do all the work by myself, you should tell her to get up and help me. The Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you so upset? Why are you so troubled? Why are you so pulled away by all these many distractions? Are they really that important? Mary has discovered the one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. She is undistracted, and I won't take this privilege of being undistracted from her. I I want to speak to you, continue on this theme, living life of mission, the undistracted life, part two. Let's bow our heads briefly. Father, help me that my speech and my preaching will not be with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of spirit and power, that these people, under the sound of my voice, whether they are listening currently or through 
uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or whatever, but I want you to make sure that their faith does not rest in the wisdom of Brian Green, but in the power of God. I pray that the Lord of the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, would give unto all of us the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you. As the Apostle Paul said to the church at Ephesus, let the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we would know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of the glory of the inheritance that you have in each and every one of us who are your saints. And help us to know the exceeding greatness of your power towards us who believe that same power that raised Jesus from the dead. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. I'm going to continue on this, uh, the theme, the undistracted life. And uh, in order to be undistracted, you, you really need to, we, we all need to be merry. We all need to be merry. The word Mary or the name Mary is a Greek name of the Hebrew name Miriam. And it means obstinate. It means to stubbornly adhere to one's purpose. It means to persist. It means to resolve. It means to be tenacious. And if we remember, when we're talking about to adhere, uh, we're talking about an adhesive. We want to stick to the Lord. Uh, I, I, if I can borrow two individuals, uh, uh, can I borrow you, Zach? And you, Ezra, you all looking so, so dapper. You, you need to come up here so I can, so that we can see how dapper you all look. I don't know if you, you all looking, you all looking like preachers. Right. So again, I want one finger. Yeah, what's your? That's right. I'll take this finger. All right, and I'm gonna take this finger. All right. And we're just going to leave that there. And you know it always pays to come up to me. So that's for you. That's if you keep. Now I need you to keep that on your finger all day. Can you do that? Okay. Okay, good. Good. And, and, and the, whole, the whole point of this is, is look at yourself as that piece of tape and that you are stuck to the hand of God and nothing is going to shake you from the hand of God. Amen. I am, I am adhering to the purpose. Nothing will shake me. I am going to stick to you until you, as Paul says in Ephesians, not Ephesians, Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in me will perform it. He is going to finish it, and that's why I need to stick to him till he finishes what he called me to do. Amen. Amen. And, and, and so the word, so she is persistent. The word persist, it comes from two Latin words, P-E-R, which means through, and sisto, which means to stand. Sometimes you got to stand through some stuff. Amen. Amen. Too many of us throw in the towel far too quickly. There's some things you're going to have to stand through. Whenever you're saying, I can't stand it, God is saying, yes, you can stand through it because I am walking with you. Are you with me so far? And, and so we're talking about being distracted. The word distract, Mary was, Martha was distracted by 
by stuff, by circumstances. And the word distract, it means, this means away from, and traho means to, to be pulled away from. And we talked about that there, there are two kinds of distraction. Last week, we talked about the 911 distraction. 911 distractions. In other words, there is, there is emergencies that rise up in our lives that we have to attend to. It, it's just life. Uh, somebody in the family is sick or, or an accident has taken place or there's a family emergency. There are things that, that, that pull you away from what you are going to do and you have to address it. But my point is, is that there are some things, some emergencies, when you have emergency after emergency after emergency after emergency, that is not just by coincidence. Sometimes the enemy feels like if I can't distract you with temptation, I will distract you with emergencies. And when that happens, you have to be sensitive enough to say, this is, like for example, when, when, when the disciples said, when Jesus said, let's go over to the other side in Mark chapter 4, as they're going, a, a storm rose up and it was an emergency. They were drowning. And the, the disciples panicked. They said to Jesus, don't you care that we're, we're about to drown? And Jesus, he, he gets up and he rebukes the storm. And the storm calms down so that they can make it to the other side. And my point is, is that sometimes we need to rebuke our storms. We need to speak. Well, how do you, what do you mean? But it's an emergency. When emergency after emergency after emergency happens to pull you from what you're supposed to be focused on, it is, it could be, it probably is the devil. You might say, well, that doesn't make sense. And I don't know if that's real. Yes, it is real. Because when you ask somebody, are you listening to me? When you're going through over and over again, Usually you say these words, could you pray for me? What you're basically saying, I need you to pray with me that this emergency stuff stops. Because the word rebuke, and I know it sounds, we don't use that word, it's an old English word, but the word rebuke simply means I am not consenting to this. I am not agreeing to this. I am not going to spend the rest of my life living in a 911. We used to use a term, I can't say it in church because it's not the proper thing to say, but there's a term called, uh, uh, there's some adjectives in it, but poor planning on your part does not require an emergency on my part. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard that? And have you ever heard it with some spicy language? There's some people, they, 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 there's some people you need to let go out of your life because they live their lives in drama. Every time they call you, it's a new episode. Don't look at me like that. They know that their flight leaves at 5 o'clock in the morning. But they're going to wait to midnight to pack. I'm just looking straight. If I'm speaking prophetically to some... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't pack to 12. They call you at 1 o'clock in the morning. Are you with me? And then they're the ones who are running through. I, I, I can't live with people like that. 
okay, I can't, I, I, I have enough drama in my life as a pastor. There's some, how many of you know there's some people you just don't call to take you to the airport? <laughs> Can I get a witness? Okay, okay, okay. There's some people you just don't call because you'll say, okay, I got to catch this flight, be here at 7, come on now, and it's 7 o'clock, are you with me? They're not here. It's 7.15. Now you find yourself pacing and you're worked up. Turn to your neighbor. Neighbor. No ride. No free ride. ride. It's worth that drama. Get an Uber. Okay, get an Uber. Get an Uber. There's some people. I must be prophesying. I must be prophesying to somebody. You keep calling people. Just bring drama in your life. Some of you need to go home prophetically and put a sign on your door. This is the no drama zone. Unless you're married to drama, then you just have to pray. (laughs) I'm just looking at the clock here, Lord. uh, uh. (laughs) This word traho also means to lure away or to carry away as plunder. There is 911 drama, and then there's 411 drama. Mm. Uh, 411, back in the day, um, we, before there was cell phones, if you needed to get a number, you would look it up in, hopefully, the white pages. The yellow pages. Some of you old enough to remember. Let your fingers do the walking through the yellow. That means you're old. If you remember that, that means you're old. Uh, millennials are looking at us like, what? What in the world are you talking about? Don't worry. I was trying. I was trying to find a, a, a telephone book. Okay. I actually found one. Um, and then, if you didn't want to look at the telephone book, you would dial 411, so that they would give you the uh, phone number. But now we have these instruments, which are wonderful, because now you don't have to look up people's numbers. The problem is, of course, is that now many of you don't even remember numbers. Mm -hmm. How many of you remember? Anybody remember your first phone number? Okay, okay. What was your first phone number when you were a child? Okay, okay. You remember yours? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, Nigeria, okay. Seven seven six. Still the same number. <laughs> You're cheating. I only get it. Okay, okay. Do you remember your first number? Do you remember your first number? You raised your hand. Okay. For you, okay. Okay, and mine was 617, no, 625, no, 623-2799. Back then, you didn't have to use the area code. Okay? Okay. And, and, and so you, you would call for information. But you have these things now, and as much as they give you information, these things are dangerous. What do you mean? Because, I'll talk for me, we're we're, we're bouncing back and forth, but 
How many of you, you went to this device, because the problem with this device is that it doesn't just make phone calls. The problem with this device is that it, you can go to this device to just text somebody, are you with me? And then two hours later, you're putting this device down. What makes a five-second text message become two hours? You have been distracted, and you have been lured away. Let me, let me, let me show you some things that happen while you're on the cell phone. All of a sudden, let me get the next image. Maybe you decide to Google, okay? How many of you, okay, can we be honest? Okay, can we, no, because you don't want to be honest. I'll be honest, okay? I'll be watching the television program, and all of a sudden I see an actor, and I say to myself, I wonder how old this actor is. So you Google his name, and then you kind of look at him, and you say, I wonder who he's married to. And you look at her to see if she's fly. Okay? And then it says, no, but they were married twice. No, date to date, date to date. Can I get a witness? So then you look at the first one to see if he left the first one for the... I know you're looking at me like that. Okay? There's another thing that can distract you. Um, let's keep going next. Oh, Facebook? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not on Facebook, but you're like, I wonder whatever happened to... You know, the big the athlete that was in our high school, and so you look up, you know, I wonder how they look now. Okay, keep going. That's a quiet one. Uh, Twitter, mm. keep going. Distraction. Instagram, mm. Mm. I'm not saying these things are evil. The, just turn your name and say, neighbor, he's not saying it's a sin. I'm, I'm, okay, okay, so relax. Everybody's quiet. <clears throat> Next one. Oh. I wonder what the weather's going to be today. I wonder what the weather is in Nigeria right now. And then they have these little video clips under the weather station. You know, man gets blown over by a storm, so you got to watch that video. Is that just looking straight? Just looking straight. Just looking straight. Okay? Next one. YouTube. Oh, my. Mmm. 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 Lord have mercy. Some of you are like, I don't like this church. Mm-hmm. 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 All of a sudden, and the devil will help me. He will help me. Not sin. He will help me. Because I'll be sitting there, and all, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, I will say, you know what? That guy that made that song, Superfly. You know, some of you only know, but that's all right. You know? and, and you're like, oh, no, James Brown. Like, I remember, say it loud. I'm black. I wonder what that's. And you like, you, you want to go back to the day when you, and so you Google, and all of a sudden you say, you listen to it, say it loud. And then next thing you know, how many of, no, I'll just look straight. How many of you, before you know it, you went through every song that you remembered as a ch- child 
and two hours later, that's sometimes, and, 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 and so it's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder how this rapper's doing, and you go, that was my song. Yeah, that was my song. Oh, oh, he's no longer with us. All right. Uh, next one. Yeah, me, me. I got to check the scores. I got to see what Stephen A. Smith says. I got to see what, and then you go to uh, uh, Sports Illustrated and another one. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, I heard something. I heard a ooh there. I heard ooh there. You went there to buy one item. Nah, you went there to buy one item. And you came out with a whole lot. It's amazing how easy it is to just shop with your fingers. Woo, well, let me see what else. Guilty. Okay, now, 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 we're all, we're all going to confess. We're all, we're all in this together. How many of you have Netflix? Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, oh, oh. It's like, how many of you have Jesus? <laughs> like, oh, oh. Okay. How many of you, like me, you went just to watch one episode and five hours later, I'm going to confess. I'm going to confess. I'm going to confess. This is confession time. I just need to purge myself. I, uh, we went to visit her home. We're, we're August. We're getting break. No, no, you had nothing to do. You had, you had nothing to do with it. You had nothing to do with it. it but it was, it was, it was me. No, it was me. It was me. It was me. I, not, my wife was not even in this. It was me. It was me. No, she wasn't praying. She was sleeping. She was sleeping. And so she, you know, this is Rufus accommodating. She's like, what would you like? You know, you want to break, Bishop? And so I made the mistake of saying, oh, just put Netflix on my phone, on, my, on the television. Service was at 7.30. It was... Nine o'clock, I said, oh, watch one episode. One episode turned to two, turned to three, turned to four. I was at six, and then I realized, oh, the season, the whole series is over at eight. <laughs> I finished, Common went to bed, woke up, and I was it was 3.30 when I finished, and I had to go to church at 7.30, and I didn't care. Because Netflix is crack cocaine. I, I, got, I can't rebuke it. I need you to exercise it up. Can I get a witness? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... And then I get this guilty feeling like, what if I just spent half that time in prayer? I know some of you are like, no, I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> and then, unfortunately for us as men, there's... Yeah. 
For, you, for those of you in here, one of the children said, what? How is that distracting? It's only a bunny. Ah, <laughs> oh, stay innocent, stay innocent. I'm not talking about Playboy so much as I'm talking about pornography. You see, the writer in Proverbs chapter 7 talks about a young man who is seduced. It says she seduces him. You can read the whole chapter. It's humorous, but then it ain't humorous. It says she seduces him to commit adultery with her, with her persistent pleading. She lures him with faltering or flattering talk. She seduces him. She lures him. See, this, there's another kind of distraction. It's being lured away. And I know I'm, I know I'm, I may be speaking to, to somebody here, and that is, this could be the last one for somebody who needs to, who needs to extract themselves out of a situation that is luring them away, luring you away from being faithful to your wife, being faithful to your husband. And if this applies to you, I don't know anything about your business, but the Lord is trying to keep you from being lured away into something that you will regret. This word seduce, it comes from two Latin words, S-E, which means aside and do carry, which means to lead. Seduce means to be led aside, meaning that um, you were, uh, can I borrow you, Ezra, one more time? Meaning that that you were, you, 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 were, you, can, you, can, you, were, you were on your way being led by the Spirit to, to the purpose of God, but then some, somebody turned you aside. Somebody lured you aside, not you, but the picture. And, and, and many of us, thank you, sir, and many of us, we are lured aside from, and, and we're, we're lured aside and we are seduced. We are, we are carried away we, from, from time we're supposed to be spending that's productive. No, you know you're supposed to be studying, but you decided to watch an episode of this, and next thing you know, two hours, three hours should have been used to prepare for your finals. You've been lured aside to spend it watching foolishness. Not that it was foolishness as in bad, a bad thing, but you foolishly used time that you should have been studying. Lord away in your talent, Lord away in your treasure, taking money that you know you should be used to save up for certain things, and instead you're, you're saving it up, you, you spend it on consumable items. Turn your name and say, neighbor, neighbor. 
How many pairs of shoes do you need? How many pairs of sneakers do you need? How many suits? How many dress? How much jewelry? How much perfume? How much? How many? I mean, how many bed and body, bed, bath and body wash? How much do you need? Well, I need, you know, how, how much do you need? Oh, I'm getting all on you. How, no. how much do you need? And, and, and the thing is, is that when, when we are distracted, the one thing that is needful is to stay, to stay. Even if you say, well, Bishop, all right, what? What should I be focused on? One thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. Make it easy. One thing. The one thing that I need to stay focused on is staying in the presence of God. David says in Psalm 16, verse 11, you will show me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy. I must stay in his presence. I must Always be aware that at any time, Jesus wants to speak to me. Jesus wants to use me. Jesus wants to tell me how to spend my money, my talent, my time. And I must be aware of that. And not allow stuff to distract me. Some of you, and I'm preaching to myself, Okay, so, so, before you say physician, heal yourself. Some of you need, some of you are being distracted from getting rest. Some of you, you should have been in bed sleeping at eight, but you had to just get one more thing done. And that one more thing robbed you of three hours of sleep. Now you wake up grumpy, miserable, upset. And I like what Charles Swindell said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. You will do things that when you are tired that you may have to apologize for the next day. Real life stuff. You work all day. <clears throat> you have a tough day. And I'm talking about me as a man. Maybe, maybe other guys are like this. Maybe this is just not a man thing, but working all day, had a long day, good day, productive day. But finally, you know, I don't have a man cave, but I have a man chair. And you're sitting there in your chair, and you're like, this is my space. This is my time. Leave me alone. Can I, can I get, is anybody? I'm by myself here. Okay. Okay, that's all right. I understand. I'm only one, so pray for me. So, my wife, and I, I record, this is recorded. This is not live. This is on DVR because there's certain shows I want to watch, so I have it ready. So, I'm watching it, and Carmen says, oh, Brian, such a, no, such a, so, so I, I put it on pause. I did good the first time. Put it on pause. And I said, what, hon? And she said, da 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 And I said, okay. And then we finished. And then she said, oh, Brian. And I was like, put it on pause. 
And I said, you know, da 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 And he just put it on and, you know, getting in. And she said, O'Brien. And I put it on pause. And she said, never mind. And I said, no, 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 no. She said, no, no, never mind. And I said, no, 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 no. She said, never mind. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. And I knew, I knew what I did, but I was hoping she would let me off the hook. Because the third time, I looked at her like, woman, what the faith do you want with me? Okay, I'm, 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 I'm telling you. Look, look, come on, folks. I don't swear, but I can give you a look that make you wish I swore. And I said, no, 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 no. She said, no, no, no. I said, I said come on. And she said, no, no. She said, I saw the look you gave me. I saw the look you gave me. So no, And so the Lord said, you, you, Brian, allowed yourself to be distracted from a moment that you're supposed to have with your wife. And she shouldn't have to schedule time to get into your life. What I normally would have done was just played it off and say, okay, hon, no, no, um, my bad. Uh, No, I, I, I repented. And that's what I'm saying. When you get off track, when you stop wandering off into places, you need to repent. And I said to her, I'm sorry. I shut off the television. And we... And she was, she was free for us to have a conversation because I didn't let myself off the hook without repenting. And some of you, you give works, but you don't give repentance. You give, if I can borrow this, okay, hon, I messed up. Hey, how you doing? No, I just I just felt like giving you these flowers. No. Why don't you just repent? Humble yourself and repent. God, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been I, I shouldn't have spent eight hours watching Netflix when I only spent eight minutes reading your word. We we have got to Remain undistracted. I want you to just put your hand out to the person next to you. Thank you, Lord. And for one minute, I want you to just pray for them right now. Pray for their heart. Just, just pray for their heart. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you the next step, but let's pray for their heart. One minute. Pray for their heart. What do you mean pray for? Pray that their heart will be open. Pray that their attitude will be open. Pray that their, that God will give them, give us a heart of repentance. A heart of changing our mind, changing 
our attitude, changing the way we handle our lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me say this as we are about to pray. And, and I'll get to the other slide another time. It is hard to believe, but by the end of next week, we will have been one-third through this year. And many of us have goals. Many of us have personal objectives, personal things that God has, God needs us to do. And if we look back over the last four months, some of us haven't even started the thing that we know God wants us to do. It could be getting in shape. It could be, you know, applying for a school, applying for a job, or whatever that thing is, or, or, or God, I'm going to read the word more, or whatever that thing is. And when we look at over the past four months, we've been distracted. We, we've, we've been lured away. Yes, some of it has been 911 emergency, but a lot of it is just 411. Just, just information. Just stuff that's not really going to add a measure of productivity to our lives. And so, Father, I ask you in Jesus' name that, mm, that first of all, if we need to, and I want to give you a moment right now as every head is bowed. I had you pray for each other's hearts because if I'm not going to add, this is a private matter, but if you see areas in your life where you have been distracted, I want to give you a moment. Is there a keyboard player here? Is he around here? Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. You play something softly. I want to give you some time to repent. The word repent simply means to change the way you think. The word repent means to take a 180 degree turn. You were going one way, you need to go the other way. Some of you, you, you've been wasting time. You've been wasting talent. You've been wasting money. And you need to repent so we can get on with the purpose that God wants to accomplish in our lives in 2018. We want to be able to look back on the year come December 31st 
and be able to say these are the things that were accomplished that by the grace of God I set out to do on January 1st. I told the Lord that I'm going to spend 20 minutes in prayer and in Bible study before him. And and I haven't even really started that consistently yet, but by your grace, God, I'm going to spend more time with you. By your grace, I, I, I said I'm going to I'm going to start sharing Christ with other people. By your grace, I, I said I'm going to uh, give more to missions. By your grace, I've been saying for the last three and four years, I'm going to go on a missions trip. And I still haven't gotten to do to doing what you told me to do. But Lord, this is the year that I'm really going to focus my life and stop getting distracted by people, got, stop getting distracted by by my marriage or my lack of being married, as if that's a lack. Lord, help me to start keeping my life focused. You told me to start saving from a poor house. Well, that means I can't get that nice shiny car that I want. I need to stop being distracted by the next new thing. I don't always have to have the latest phone, the latest gadget. I don't have to have, always have the latest television. And I'm not saying that these things are wrong. Please understand me. But what I am saying is, are they distracting you from the high calling that God has for you? <laughs>